Buonasera amici, or buongiorno, ciao tutti. Welcome back to Kimberly's Italy. Tommaso and I just got back ourselves about 36 hours ago from Italy. I was there three and a half weeks. He was there 10 days and it was overused, in, the overused incredible. Word. Magical, the overused word. Fantastico. <laughs> Amazing. Magical. Fine. It was just perfect. And I know we promised you some other episodes uh, prior to this. Uh, this is going to be a short one, but we're working on another four to six episodes that talk about the whole trip and what we experienced over there. And I think you'll really enjoy them. It'll be worth the wait. Um, <laughs> but we also, you know, I had all high aspirations on recording over there, but we never really did much. We did one in Monopoly, which we'll have out very, very soon. Um, but we really didn't have a chance to do it uh, with the others. It was full on. We had, I had two different groups of people that I escorted and... Same thing. I thought I, well, I did do a couple of recordings and I have to apologize to my friend, Paul, who lives in Milano. Cool. I did a recording with him up in Lago di Como and I had a bit of a technical snafu. So I apologize to my friend, Paul, but we will have plenty of new episodes that highlight this awesome road trip that, that I had from the very top of Italy all the way to the bottom. It was truly fantastic. And the nice thing about this trip was we felt so comfortable in Italy with COVID from the time we got on that plane, when you knew everyone was vaccinated and everyone had a mask on and nobody was complaining. Yeah. Was it seven hours of wearing a mask? Yes. But you could take it off to eat and take it off to drink. But you know, it was the cost. It was a of, collective effort. It was the cost of doing business to get to a wonderful place, Italy. And that is what this Piccolo Pezzo is all about. How Italy has just nailed it nailed regarding it. COVID. Nailed it. We were so impressed from the minute we landed, we had to show our our vaccination card, which in Italy they're calling the white card. Right. The Italians have a green card, which let me just say that, no offense to America, but the Italians have a green card, which is the equivalent of our vaccination card, and it's a QR code on their phone right. or a small little printed piece. What do we have in America? We have the white CDC vaccination card that is written by hand right. by whomever administered your vaccine. It was pretty embarrassing in comparison to the rest of Europe traveling, anyone traveling around Europe has a QR code to prove they've been vaccinated. And when we left Italy, we had to have a COVID test within 48 or 72 hours. 24 hours. 24, 24 are you sure? Mm -hmm. Okay. So 24 hours within... 10 minutes, we had the results and a QR code. Well, it wasn't quite 10 minutes. It was about 35 or 40 minutes. Whatever. But we got an email with an attachment. The attachment was a, a PDF code. with a QR code on mm -hmm. it. <laughs> it was it was pretty for for a country that's that that that, that really that, suffered at the beginning that suffered at the beginning and for a country that is steeped in ancient history to be so far ahead of the quote unquote technology capital of the world america true um yeah 
They've got it nailed. Well, what they've done, and this is this little Piccolo Petso episode, is to help you feel more assured that you can go. It was so safe from the second we landed. As I said, we showed our vaccination card. We had a, to fill out an EU passenger locator form. It was a bit of a more time consuming to fill out all this stuff than normally just flying to Europe. But from the very second we landed, we showed them our vaccination card and the EU passenger locator and whatever else we needed. And, and there you go. You knew that every single person on the plane, first of all, was vaccinated. Then you get to the airport. Everyone is wearing a mask. Absolutely everyone, because you're inside. Yep. Then we had a, a car service pick us up and everyone inside the van was wearing a mask. The driver's vaccinated. Everyone you're dealing with is vaccinated. And you just felt completely relieved. We felt completely relieved and relaxed compared to how it is or how it has been, I should say, in America for the last two years. Well, and how it, how it is. And now it has been. It has been and it is. I mean, I was in the American South for uh, 10 days. Prior to going to Italy. Prior to going to Italy. And um, I was in Beaufort, North Carolina. I was on a boat delivery uh, from up here to Florida. And when I went into the um, Piggly Wiggly, uh, which is a... <laughs> The grocery store down in Beaufort. <laughs> I felt like I was. That's a bad name. Yeah, well, uh, the branding is, uh, I think it's owned by Stop and Shop, actually. <laughs> anyway, I walked into the Piggly Wiggly with a mask on because no one wears a mask down there. You go into restaurants, no one's got a mask on. Uh, I walked into the Piggly Wiggly and people looked at me like, like I, you're a freak. Like I just stepped off a spaceship. And, Sad. you know, I did not feel particularly comfortable in the South. I did not feel like the people who I was uh, interacting with took my health into consideration while I was trying to, you know, main, help them maintain their health. And uh, yeah, it was uh, it was quite a wonderful experience to have people appreciate appreciate our efforts at mask wearing. Because one time I did walk into a store without one; I just forgot it in Italy. In Italy. And the woman said, I quickly reminded you. Yeah. Well, the woman also in the other store where you weren't in, but you know, she reminded me and I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Well, here's the deal. They have a mandate for, you know, to use the same word we use here. They have a rule, a mandate where you have to wear a mask indoors. You also have to wear a mask while you enter a restaurant or a bar, anything like that, and have to wear it until you're seated. The waiters, wait staff, and everyone that works there continues to wear their mask nonstop. But once you're seated, you can take your mask off, obviously, for eating, drinking, and the whole rest of the time. However, if you get up to use the restroom or leave, you put your mask back on. Right. And it's just common to them now to do it. It's just what they do. It took everyone else on our trip a little minute or two to remember that. A friend of mine in Lake Como, when we when I first got there on the first part of my trip, an Italian woman explained to me her take on why Italy just did this collectively as a country. And that is because they know that they survive on tourism. 
So the majority of Italians have been vaccinated. There are, there are of course, the few anti-vaxxers and they have had their manifestaciones in Rome, which is, a, is essentially a, a protest. Right. And, you know, they do their thing. But in general, as a nation, they know this is their only way forward. So therefore, when you walk into a museum, some small shop, a restaurant, a bar, anywhere, the gas station, you name it, they are all wearing masks. And we did the same. Yep. And it just was a universal feel-good effort to combat and overcome COVID. That's right. We can't see this enemy. We're all going to work on beating it together. Yes. And as a matter of fact, so the new rule is law, mandate, et cetera, December 15th. That is the country's deadline for every single Italian citizen to be vaccinated. And if they do not get it by December 15th, they lose their job. Their employer can no longer have them working there and they lose all benefits from the government. So how amazing is that? It's a nationwide law. You get vaccinated by December 15th or you're done. And then they will be at about 98% vaccinated in, in less than a month. Yep. It's incredible. Anyway, not to get political or to talk about healthcare, but they really get their collective health care as a society. And they truly, my feeling coming away from there was they truly look are looking out for one another. Yes. Of course, there's a percentage that, you know. It's a small percentage. Very small percentage. Here. Like it's, it's about like 1% of the, the, the people here that are anti-vax. And uh, they look out for one another and they look out for their, they looked out for us. We felt like they were try, trying just as hard to make sure we didn't get COVID as trying hard as they didn't get COVID. Exactly. And I have to say that everywhere I went from a restaurant, a boat ride, a gelateria, you name it, they were so grateful to have us there and they're smiling behind their masks, you know, and it's hard when you can't see a person's mouth smile, but you can still tell with their eyes. You can see their hands because they're talking. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They're just so grateful that we were there and doing our part like they're doing theirs. We had the mask on inside the gelateria. Yep. We had it on basically everywhere except outside. And the few times that we were in crowded areas, which was primarily Rome. Primarily Rome. That was pretty Tommaso much Tommaso and I walked to St. Peter's Piazza, you know, to see the exterior of the church and it was a Sunday, so it was very busy. And we, one by one, saw people outside putting their mask on, Italians. And right. they thought, we're in a crowded situation, let's do it. So we did it as well. But I just want to say that we felt so relaxed and, and safe in, this, in every environment. And so that is our point of this little Piccolo Pezzo episode, to reassure you that you should go because truly I'm not trying to be dramatic here, but I felt safer there than I have in the last two years in, in America. I certainly did, particularly the American South. Sorry, South of Mason Dixon line, but it's just a different mindset. Different. Well, yeah. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, so 
Kim, why don't you just go through quickly the trips you took, the first trip where you went quickly, just touch Just on, to give you a little give teaser. A little of what's coming up. A little teaser. So I started in Lago di Como with four other women and it's a road trip. So we rented a car and we went to my favorite place in Lago di Como, which was my our most recent little episode. Yep. And from there, we drove down to Multipulciano and stayed in a renovated villa that was, uh, I don't know, it was a dream. And the weather was amazing. And on the very first morning there, the sunrise came streaming in through this line a quarter mile long of cypress trees. It was just incredible. We stayed there several days. From there, we went to Rome for four long, amazing days. From there, we drove to Matera and stayed in the most incredible place I think I've ever stayed in. Maybe one of the top five, at least. And from there, over to Puglia. Then my first group left. I had just 24 hours by myself. I stayed in a teeny little village, also in Puglia. Kitten Club One exited. Oh, Kitten Club One, that trip was. <laughs> they exited back to the United States. I stayed by myself. And then I met Kitten Club Two in Brindisi. They all flew in from Rome. Well, from the United States to Rome to Brindisi. I picked them up in a larger vehicle, a van, and we went kind of in reverse. We stayed in Puglia in another village just also magical. From there, we went back to Matera. From there, we went back to Brindisi, Nobari. Then we went to Rome. It was just endless and awesome and just fantastic. And in every single place, this is my whole premise of this Piccolo Pezzo, in every single place, I felt just so safe because of their COVID precautions. So that's my parting words to you. Don't hesitate. Don't worry about a Delta variant. Don't worry about anything. Italy really has this under control. Italy's got their act together. They definitely do. And, you know, when it looks, to, you know, they are the fifth in the world regarding uh, vaccinations, vaccination rate. percentage-wise. And we are um, 42nd. 42nd behind Mongolia. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So don't hesitate. That's a big statement. That's a very big statement. So if you're itching to go and get your little, you know, piece of paradise in, in Italy, just go. I really feel that it was... We're going back ASAP. Oh my God. I'd go back tomorrow, jet lag or not. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm kind of missing the Aperol spritzes that I had every day. Yes. For yes. some reason, they're just so much better there. And the weather was amazing, yeah. warm, and oh. Yeah. Anyway, okay, we'll be telling you. I about, digress. We'll you digress. <laughs> we'll be adding. We'll be telling you about the Kimberly's Italy diet plan. Oh on, yes, on a couple <laughs> episodes. I'll just I'll just end it this way. I had Aperol spritz basically every day for lunch. Wine every night. Pasta, gelato, you name it. And I weighed less um, when I got back than when I left because. I think I did an average of about eight miles a day of walking. So there you go. Kimberly's Italy diet plan. <laughs> yes. Eat all the pasta you want and walk 86,000 steps. Uphill. Uphill. <laughs> all right. 
All right. So, thank you very much. And we'll be back in a week with... Our... Uh, we'll be back very shortly. We're oh, going to work okay. on them this weekend. Okay. And we'll get them out. And yes, we'll, boss. We'll be putting them... <laughs> yes, absolutely. Capo. Il Capo. Il Capo. As opposed to Il Capa. See, that's me. La Capa. La Capa. All right. Thank you so much again for listening. And we'll be back soon. Ciao, ciao. Hey, it's Tommaso. I just want to say that this was our experience with COVID right now. This may change. And if you are going to Italy, you have to evaluate it on your own terms and assess your own level of risk. Things could change, but that's how we experienced it right now. And uh, I just advise you all, if you're going, just to make sure that you check into it. Okay. Thanks very much. Ciao, ciao.